0: What is going on, boys, girls, and podcasting fans? Like, welcome once again, ladies and germs, to the world of fandom podcast, the podcast of and or for f- fans. See, this is what happens when I try to rewrite. This is what happens when I try to rewrite taglines that aren't necessary. But of course, uh, you guys will me. I'm Connor they've Joined here with me is my brother from another mother, Andrew. What's going on?
1: I'm living the dream
0: so i i was kind of i was kind of secretly hoping you would forget that that yeah, that, that, that line. I mean,
1: unlike you i stick to my taglines
0: yeah 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 i can i can tell but anyway we are back uh, it has been a, a hot minute it has been a hot minute since we've done this episode uh we are on episode number 26 can you believe we've done 26 of these things
1: no but yes but no
0: <laughs> yes but my, no
1: applies it's i mean dude it still feels like it's 2019. So yeah, I mean, I can understand time flying and us doing as many, but yeah, dude, crazy stuff
0: insane. Uh, but of course, love to hear your thoughts and everything, so make sure you follow us on the Twitter at PodFandom if you guys want the latest scoops on when we drop these episodes. Of course, follow us on your favorite um, podcasting platforms. We're on, of course, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, and of course, Anchor. Check all those out. Um, and of course, I believe we're also on iHeartRadio. We're on pretty much every major podcasting platform, but needless to say, we've got... Um We've got some catching up to do. It's been now 2 months yeah. uh since we've been on here and a lot has gone down. More specifically, Andrew, I feel like a lot of trailers have happened in oh, in the, in the there 2 months. Been a lot of trailers. Like it's I mean we talked a little like very very briefly before we got on here. And you know, um we'll, we'll get more into the specifics in a little bit, but like really the like trailers, like we had um uh you know we had disney we had disney plus day which is kind of like their like mini comic-con dc fandom fandom came back this year which i'll be honest with you i don't know about you but real quick i thought dc fandom this year was much better
1: than Mm -hmm. the last year
0: um just from the amount of content the presentation the way they approached it um but yeah a lot of like a lot of lot of lot of trailers for like upcoming stuff. Twenty twenty two is looking, uh, and even some of the end of twenty twenty one is looking mighty fine.
1: Yeah, things are starting to ramp up again. So I mean, it's uh, it's good. It's it's almost like a sense of normality is coming back into the world, slowly but surely.
0: Almost so, almost yeah. Um, so I know it's funny. We're recording this right now on Survivor Series night. Um, and uh. You know, I I asked Andrew before we got on. I I asked Andrew before we got on. I'm like, how's Survivor Series. like, I just don't care. (laughs) Um, I don't.
1: Unless The Rock came back, and again, we'll know this in an hour or so. Mm. Unless The Rock came back for some kind of surprise shit. I don't care, dude. Survivor Series had no matches going into it. It had like two matches, and that's it. It's so fucking. We'll, We'll talk about wrestling more at the end. They usually what happens, right? We start off nice and soft with that tantalizing comic book stuff. And then we we'll yeah, yeah, move yeah, yeah. into, yeah, you know how it is, right? All right. So let's, it let's, let's,
0: let's talk. Well, first of all, the first thing we always start with is Andrew's hot takes.
1: If mm, you smell what Andrew's cooking um i have a couple of hot takes but not too many and right. a couple that i don't know if i actually talked about before but hey we'll uh, go with it l- listen um, it's been two
0: months at this point 60 day notice let's let's keep fuck,
1: this let's go with it <laughs> uh the new pokemon games have come out uh shining diamond and no Brill- brilliant diamond and shining pearl or whatever Fucking the gen 4 remakes so I have <laughs> <up the> diamond. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah bro yeah um i think there's this... a diamond one um yeah. they they're okay i won't mm. talk too much about it but mm-hmm. i will say gen 4 is the weakest of the generations so they're mm-hmm. just remaking the weakest of the generations but that happened yeah. um yeah uh, i don't know if this information had come out yet but vegeta's new form has come fully realized. I don't know if we talked about this yet. But the we, last did, we did the right- very,
0: very briefly, I think. We didn't go into a whole lot of detail about it.
1: Yeah, so it has a name now. It's called Ultra Ego. And uh, of course general- it's
0: called that for Vegeta.
1: <laughs> well, the general concept of it is quite interesting, is that it's all about, you know, Ultra Instinct is all about uh, letting go of one's body and allowing it to move on its own. To have total freedom and it kind of goes with goku's personality right not being tied down to shit i mean he was going to leave his family to go train with Oob. who gives a fuck so anyways but Ultra ego is all about vegeta embracing everything about him being fully aware of his body so it kind of works in the way that the more damage vegeta takes the more powerful he gets and he can turn off pain so he just sits there and he can take like 20 Kamehamehas to the face and he'll be like I'm still coming at you. It's it's a, it's a cool ability.
0: It's funny you say that because now that I think about it, you know the whole like the whole concept of like oh every time a Saiyan gets like either like near death or whatever, they get stronger and really the only character to, in in my opinion that has kind of taken advantage of that is Vegeta or at least showcased yeah. it more is is him. So that that makes sense to me actually.
1: The Zenkai boost, yeah. So uh, I agree. I think it's a cool thing. The, the stories are getting good. The uh, heaters. Uh, oh, and Bardock was shown in one of the previous chapters. So we Heard got a little that. bit more Bardock. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Toriyama's Bardock is a lot different from the Bardock that we got from the Bardock special, you know, the non-official Bardock. But um, yeah, it's good stuff. So, you know, Dragon Ball, really good. Um, and then in terms of other hot takes, not much, dude. Not much. I mean, see, the thing is, is while these two months have gone by, I've been super busy. We've had the CEO of our company come to where I work, and I've been trying to get a promotion. So I've been on the grid, but slightly off the grid, too. Yeah. I mean, I think all the major stuff that will come up, we'll talk about in the general discussion.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, we, we've, we, I've kind of been a little bit busy with work life and the pursuit of happiness (laughs) um you know in terms of how's that pursuit
1: code for you
0: (laughs) (laughs) why is it the light seems like every day it just keeps getting a little further away (laughs) a little further and further and further um but like um no like you know i'm so like obviously keep my 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 finger on the pulse of wrestling and stuff which we'll get to and and um you know trying to keep an eye on certain things um but uh no so i I totally hear you on that um as far as like keeping track of stuff so let's oh Oh, yeah good
1: i i i wanted to just tell you a nice little fine moment i introduced my oldest son who's Mm -hmm. six Mm -hmm. to pokemon red the original pokemon Mm, that's the good stuff he doesn't really know how to read as well as say you and i did when we were nine and we started playing but yeah, the kid is so dude. Watching him play and learn how to play is so good.
0: It's I mean, that's that's satisfying, moment. right? Yeah, that's that's satisfying right there.
1: Do you know that's, who he picked for a starter?
0: Did he pick Charmander?
1: Damn fucking right. <laughs> I was he say he he, your son, of course. <laughs> is gonna pick Charmander.
0: I'm like, I think they statistically uh, said that Bulba, that Squirtle, was the best in terms of statistics. But like, I'm like, knowing you, <laughs> fuck no. It's um, all about
1: that Charizard.
0: So I guess we'll start with um, I guess we'll start with DC stuff. Um, Yeah, we did have DC fandom since we've been gone. Um, So for those of you who don't know, DC fandom is, again, basically their version of Comic-Con where they do all their major reveals, uh, both comic and everything else. I was as far as the as far as the announcements themselves, uh, very overall satisfied. But at the same time, there were certain projects, more specifically on the video game side, I was kind of bummed about. Um, I was really hoping for a solid date for Suicide Squad and um, Gotham Knights, but we didn't get one. It's like coming twenty twenty two. It's like you, you bastards. Um, but we had those. Did they
1: announce? That- did they announce the? Uh... The multi-versus game fandom. I don't remember. No, you know no, what the, game I'm talking yeah, about.
0: Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. No, I was going to get to that. It's where um,
1: you play as Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, but you can fight Shaggy and fucking
0: our, Ultra. Uh, ultra stars. Instinct yeah. Shaggy is confirmed.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's,
0: it's true. It's I'll tell true. you. I'll tell you this right now. I mean, shoot, let's talk about it now. So. um Multiverse, yeah, Multiverse is basically the Warner Brothers version of Super Smash Brothers since the Nickelodeon right. one, apparently the Nickelodeon one's like super successful, which I was mm-hmm. kind of surprised at, but um, the the Warner Brothers one has, you're right, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, by the way, uh, Kevin Conroy for yeah. Batman, and I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he is the voice actor from the, um, uh, you know, Justice League um the Bruce Tim universe, basically. So yeah. we got the original actors back for voicing, which is great. Bugs Bunny, Shaggy, Scooby. Uh, I think Steven from Steven Universe. Um, there was another ridiculous character that was in the game. I'm trying to remember who it was.
1: There was Arya Stark and Tom and Jerry. And... That was it,
0: Tom and Jerry. I couldn't think of who it was. Yeah. yeah so, so I mean, and he, the 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 cool thing about the game, free to play, first of all, mm-hmm. which is perfect, and then um, it's cross platform
1: which is good stuff. So you know what it looks like it'll be fun and I'll say this like I love smash Bros. but it it gets it gets old after a while. Yep. It's nice to mix something up with something different so yeah. I'm all for it.
0: I mean I, I think the game looks I mean those type of games is I mean if you're not like investing a whole lot into it I mean and, and you're there for the characters and the moveset it's going to be a blast, you know what I mean? So you're going to have some fun with it. Um but for DC, the big things, let me take a look and see if I can pull up the list here because we're so professional that we had this, um, uh, you know, pull up in advanced.
1: <laughs> no prep time here.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> not, not unlike Batman, we have no prep time.
1: Connor's prep time was falling asleep. And my prep time was watching Say Hello to the Chimps from Disney Plus, watching it with my kids. So, to be fair,
0: to be fair. Chicken Farm. Yeah. Um. All right. Chicken let's palm. see here. So, big thing. The the big thing I remember from just the the DC fandom was, and this is this is the thing I was the most excited for, was um, Black Adam.
1: Yes. There was not much of a trailer, but there was a trailer.
0: It was a teaser that the Rock mm-hmm. himself put out. Um. Man, it looks good. I mean, I was excited for it, just hearing about it, like in terms of not just the production, but then her hearing, like, I think we talked about this in a previous episode, um, you know, Hawk Hawkman's coming into it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, who else?
1: James Bond, is, Pierce Brosnan is playing Dr. Fate. They have uh, Tornado and Adam Smasher. So
0: that was have, it, Dr. They Fate. have a couple, yeah. So, yeah. so I mean... I mean, but looking, like, seeing him in the outfit, what would what'd you, what'd you think? I'm
1: excited. I mean, what, there's not much you can take from the trailer other than, fuck, people shoot at him and stuff like that. But, I mean, this if there's any superhero slash comic book character that The Rock is born to play, it's Black Adam. Like, it just works. And I'm not just talking about the physical attributes with, you know, Black Adam being from the fictional you know, almost Egyptian-like uh, city or uh, uh, kingdom of Kandak. Um, you know, having kind of a, a mixed-colored skin tone, similar to the Rock, who is Samoan and black. But I'm also talking about just the the force of presence. Like Black Adam is a man that does not give a fuck. Will tell you to know your role and shut your mouth. And the the, the personalities fit so well, and the build feels so well. You don't need a fucking stupid dumbass leather suit with them. You can just Spray paint that fucking suit on. <laughs> there you I mean, go. I mean, it. I, I It's a teaser trailer, right? It's kind of yeah. like the Flash, right? If right. we're gonna jump just a second to the Flash, the Flash <laughs> looks fun. We got to see a few things. Oh wow, look, it's it's Batman's ears and and a cutaway from the Batmobile. And is that another Barry Allen or is that Jay Garrick? Like, it looks it looks it looks good, right? And a lot of people are shooting on the the suit, but. I don't mind the suit. It actually has yellow boots on it, which has been missing from every Flash iteration since the '90s, um, in terms of live action. But like again, it's a teaser. We only uh, teasers are just sad that we don't get much from them. Right. We just enough to tease us.
0: I mean, <clears throat> like you said, let me skip around a little bit. We did see a Flash teaser. Um, I think that was one of those. How do I say this the right way without being offensive? <laughs>
1: you could be offensive it's fine don't worry
0: I mean that was probably the biggest cock tease out of them all in terms of the thing that got me the most excited well no second mo- eh, second that got me second because now we actually like you said it wasn't much to go off of but it was enough to get me excited and interested in everything and um, mm-hmm. you know uh, you know like you said saw Batman's ears presumably we saw the Batmobile you know and then seeing I'm, I'm curious and I've heard and you, you can tell me more about this because you probably know more than I do I heard it's gonna be amalgamation of Flashpoint but also another story.
1: What story?
0: I no, didn't I, hear. So I, I mean I've heard I've heard that um the Flash movie is gonna be a mix of Flashpoint with something else and I can't remember what that other story was.
1: Well, I'm not sure. It looks very flashpointy to me, but uh, I mean it definitely looks flashpointy
0: who- to me for sure. Yeah.
1: Um I don't know. I don't know.
0: I'll have, to, I'll have to look into it but but maybe you guys can let us know. Let us know in the um on the, on the social media and online. Um also there is a sequel to Aquaman coming out.
1: Yes, and somehow Amber Heard is still part of it, but we won't oh talk my god. about that right now.
0: Oh my god, Gee, I I was just as surprised as you were. Uh we got Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom coming out in December of next year. Um as I said, we did get two teasers for the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League trailer for the video game, which I'm not going to lie, I'm probably more interested in that than I am Gotham Knights.
1: Um, I'm about equal on both, but I would say this definitely has my interest a little bit more in terms of what's going on. It looks like pretty clear that the Justice League is being manipulated by Brainiac, probably, or something like that. Which but has- we also got to see the... Yeah, I mean, fuck it. Yep. We also got to see uh, the Flash in it too. We got to see another Justice League member other than Superman. I don't know if we saw anyone else.
0: Uh, uh, Wonder but Woman. It looks fun. What, oh, I, think Wonder, I think they yeah, showed Wonder how, Woman and yeah.
1: How how great in the trailer where a fucking penguin is taken out and he's like, Amanda, he's he's running and she's. <laughs> just have him again. Oh, he's getting back up. He's running again.
0: Fun fact: yeah, You know who plays? Is. You know who plays King Shark and the voice of the game? Who? Samoa Joe.
1: No, really? Dead serious. Fuck, man. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I did not um, know that.
0: We also had a trailer for Peacemaker. Yes. Although uh, I couldn't really see. I don't know who was, who was playing the role. They kept it kind of secret because I couldn't see anything.
1: Uh, It looks good. I, th- uh, I said this before and I'll say this again. John Cena, the wrestler, I, I I really not a big fan of. John Cena, the actor, I think he does a very good job. Peacemaker is one of those characters that's really had no development in the past 40 years, so he can kind of make it his own. I'm a little a little upset that they took Vigilante and they turned him into kind of Deadpoolish, ish uh, like a goofy-ass asshole. Mm-hmm. I wish they did another character. There's a character in the Harley Quinn comics called Red Tool. Uh, get this. He's basically Deadpool, but he just uses tools to kill people. <laughs> so they call him Red Tool. So he's yeah. he's a parody of a parody of a. It's, it's, oh my it's god! It's hilarious, but uh, um, but yeah, I mean, it looks good, and there's a fucking eagle hugging him. So I mean, the the Terminator is his father. I mean,
0: it just looks so ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I love everything about it. Like it, 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 it's just, they're just I can't I I have to watch the show. It lo- it looks so interesting. That comes out, I believe um january 13th 2022 so that's coming like right around the corner so that's gonna be fun um
1: hey connor can i be a little petty for a second of course back in 2012 when the rock returned mm-hmm. didn't john cena give him a lot of shit about going to hollywood and and how john cena's always there and how the, the rock abandoned he,
0: he most certainly did andrew hmm
1: fascinating mm-hmm. how, how many movies has john cena been in in the past two three years and how many matches has he had i'm pretty sure he's done more movies than matches i'm
0: I'm, I'm just saying i think there's a little hypocrisy there i think you're right i think i think you're definitely right there but you know unfortunately uh his whereabouts are unknown because we currently cannot um cannot see him
1: oh no i i know where he is he's in the spider-man trailer when lizard gets punched in the face that was definitely Spider. That Dude. was definitely John Cena, not a, a, a fucking digitally erased Andrew Garfield.
0: Oh my god, we'll talk about that a little bit later. It's uh, the, the fucking <laughs> the, the the memes on TikTok. It's, <laughs> we'll get there. Um, okay. One that I saw a little bit of a teaser for too that I'm, I I want to take the kids to go see is DC's League of Super Pets. That looks fun. Yeah,
1: that'll be
0: something um, the kids will like. That's an animated one. It's got Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Speaking of which, who voices um, Crypto? And then Kevin Hart plays Ace. I mean, that sounds like it's going to be a win-win.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah. Anything I mean, with
1: the Rock and Kevin Hart in it is going to be fun.
0: Yeah. Um, they also have Keanu Reeves in it uh, and John Krasinski. So I oh, mean, really. Yeah, there's a, there's a pretty, Kevin Hart, Vanessa Bayer, John Kraginski, Diego Luna, Natasha Leon, uh, Kate McKinnon, and Keanu Reeves, um, which is another thing, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on too. Doom Patrol uh, announced a fourth season, um, we will return for a fourth season, and they did like a mid-season trailer, because at the time, they had like only four episodes left, but that since has, that show has ended, or the season has ended, I should say. Um, I gotta
1: catch up on that, it's a great show, but I, I fell off. I've and seen I some
0: I get back on there. I've seen some clips of it. I heard Brendan Fraser is is um phenomenal. Um mm-hmm. but I haven't heard I haven't heard like I haven't heard like negative things about the show, but I haven't seen too much of it too. Um Injustice yeah. is making a animated movie. They made or it. They, they did. they, yeah, they made.
1: Yeah. And uh, I haven't seen it, but people aren't particularly happy with it.
0: Yeah, they said it's kind of I'll... meh.
1: Well, I think uh I think the problem with adapting anything that is uh 20 you know, twenty hours of gameplay and story into one hour is pretty tough, but
0: very. I, I mean, mean that, it that, is what it is. That's a that's a tough call. I mean, plus, and and I don't know if you've read the comics, but I heard the comics were were amazing.
1: Oh yeah, I read the um, comics. The comics are really good.
0: So I mean, that's that's kind of yeah. When you're when you're trying to like cram everything in, that's that's a tough call. Um, it looks like Blue Beetle will be getting a movie as well, which I'm. Pretty happy for i'm looking forward to that too um mm-hmm. they just they didn't give a lot they just basically uh they didn't give a whole lot of um they should like a little bit of concept art for the idea but nothing too nothing too crazy um again we got a trailer for gotham knights we talked about that at the beginning too uh that one i don't know there's something about it like the, the maybe because the suicide squad has like new characters and it's like the kill the justice league storyline that makes it more interesting but i mean You know, you get your choice of Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, and Red Hood. Um, But I am interested. I like the idea of, um, you know, the Court of Owls being the theme. Or the the villains.
1: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Batman's not dead. So, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm looking forward to because the Arkham games are such fantastic and memorable games that transcend not only the genre of comic books but just being... Great games, and a nice little comfort food for me, too. Like, I'll go back and I'll play Arkham City or even Arkham Asylum, and the atmospheres in them is fantastic. Very nightmarish, horror atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, uh, you know, going about the city is fantastic, too. I don't think there's been a bad Arkham game. There's been better Arkham games, but even, like, Night and Origin, I love. This is, for me, just going to be more of the same, but I'm fine with the same. It's like, yeah, it's, it's your fifth blowjob. That's fine. Blowjobs are fine. There's nothing wrong with blowjobs. Like, there's nothing wrong with another Arkham-like Batman game. Mix it up. Do different characters. I'm cool with it. Make it happen.
0: We also got um, a little bit more. <laughs> I can't top that. We also got a little bit more with um, with Titans. They of showed like the season three sneak peek at the time. Oh, That's...
1: Yeah, season Dis- three was not good.
0: Disappointed, huh?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there was, like, a couple of good scenes and episodes. Uh, Can we do spoilers?
0: Spoilers in three, two, one.
1: So there's a lot of what they did with Batman was just dumb. They had him kill the Joker, which is uh, right away a problem. And two, they do nothing with it. Like, he tries to commit suicide, and then he's saved, and nothing really happens with him. But on the flip side they had a fantastic episode where you know Hawk and Dove, the heroes, Hawk and Dove. Yes. They kinda they kinda have an on again, off again relationship. Uh, Jason Todd plants a bomb to Hawk and Dove she goes out to try to get the detonator. So Jason makes her jump through all these ho- uh, these loops in uh, hoops and loops and whatever to get the uh, to get the detonator and finally gives it to her. And the thing is is it's a he's like, It's in that box and she pulls out the box and the a gun and he's like You got the detonator, and she doesn't believe him, so she points a gun at him, and Nightwing's like, don't shoot him. That's going to make you go down the bad path, and uh, 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 Red Hood's like, "Uh, the only way you can stop him from dying is by shooting me, so she shoots him, but nothing happens, and because the gun was a detonator, and she killed Hawk, and it was just kind of a fucking nice twist, and it, you know, there was, for every step forward they took, they took like four steps back. It was... It was the first truly terribly bad season.
0: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, season four is always a chance to refresh, you know?
1: Hey. You um, know what? The Simpsons don't have a good season all the time. So, I mean.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. You definitely Jesus. know that. Uh, how, many, how many seasons are they are up to? Like, 27?
1: No, they at 32. I'm binge watching oh them all. Oh, my I'm on, God. I'm on 24,
0: I think. God, God bless you. Um, we did get a little, we did get a little bit of a brief look at Shazam, Theory of the Gods, which, that looks like it's going to be fun. Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu play, um, I'm trying to remember, I I know they play goddesses, um, but that looks, that looks fun. That looks like it could be a little bit of a blast. Um. Yeah, definitely. Good choices. The last two things, because there's a lot more on DC fandom that we could get into, but we got a lot of catching up to do. The last two things I did want to mention are both Batman related. Um, Bruce Tim coming back with J.J. Abrams to do Batman Caped Crusader. Mm-hmm. This had me perked up immediately, because I'm a big fan of the Bruce Tim universe.
1: Yes. Yes. So,
0: Bruce yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, basically my childhood. Which fucking, I forgot to talk about Animaniacs. Screw it. Anyways, for some reason you <laughs> talk about Bruce Tim. I think about the 90s, and we've been watching Animaniacs, the second season came out, but yeah, dude. Anytime Bruce Tim comes up, even if they're like, hey, there's uh there's a porno being done and Bruce Tim is directing it, I'd be like, Shit. Yeah, I, I send bet me up. it's gonna be good. I mean, fuck. Condiment can um but yeah, no, it <laughs> Um, it should be interesting. We didn't get much information on it, though, right? For my No, there wasn't much
0: there wasn't much, I guess because for like um there was a celebration uh, of like some sort of anniversary with Batman recently and he did a couple of like little mini like things. I think one of them was fighting like Solomon Grundy and another one was when Batman Beyond fought like all the different versions of Batman. Do you remember that? It was an like, yep. animated short. <clears throat> and it was very well received online and so it kind of like that kind of pushed uh it forward. I believe they said that this iteration is going to be taking place in the 40s. And it's going to be kind of the it's, it's so from what I understand it's going to be very similar to the Batman animated series as far as its look, but it's also going to have a more classic noir scent to it because it's going to be mm. taking place in the 40s. You're still going to get the iconic rogue gallery and, and the sophisticated storytelling. Um, so it's basically like a 40s version of the Batman animated series, which, hey, that's going to be good stuff. That that what was like, that's going to be... If, they, if they're going to release a whole season <clears throat> on HBO Max... I'm going to binge watch the shit out of that like very quickly.
1: Oh yeah. It'll be good stuff. It'll be real good stuff.
0: And of course, last but certainly not least, we finally got a full blown trailer for uh, The Batman, including a release date. We're looking at March 4th, Andrew. March 4th.
1: Let me just say, ladies, Robert Patterson was yours for the longest time. He (laughs) was your heartthrob with Twilight and everything else. Robert Patterson now belongs to the boys.
0: Justice. Justice. <laughs> Justice.
1: The the fucking trailer, dude. It looked it looks so good. Just just when you think like, oh, how can they keep on doing Batman films? And they pull out this fucking trailer. I don't think there was anything I didn't like about it. My favorite scene is at the end when he gets out of the car and the fire's in the background, the cape's flowing. It just it's fucking gorgeous, dude.
0: I think my favorite part. <clears throat> I think my favorite part was. When, um, first of all, Colin, um, what's his name? Colin uh, Colin Farrow. Thank you. As Penguin. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to.
1: Talk about a transformation.
0: I think he's going to steal the show on this one, steal the movie on this one as far as his performance. But I think that scene where he's like, I got him, I got him, and he just like flies out of the fire.
1: I got you. I got you. And he comes out of the fire. He's like, oh, shit.
0: That's probably my favorite part of it. Um, I think I'm, I can't remember how much we went into detail about this before. Riddler is one of my favorite Batman villains, if not my favorite Batman villain out of the Rogues Gallery. Um, mm-hmm. But he's a tr- he's a tough character to do because he's so like you know. But the fact that they've presented him like a Zodiac killer in this one, yeah, which
1: is I, good move.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> sign me up. So this, I'm I'm yeah. I'm super pumped for this one.
1: I would dare say, out of, and of course, maybe I'm being a bit biased because the Bat is my favorite hero, but this has to be the superhero film coming out that I'm most excited for. It just, and you know what, I'll say this, with the DC universe and the Marvel universe, the whole connected universe stuff is fine and good, but I just want good stories, and this looks like it's a good, mm-hmm. self-contained story. Doesn't need to connect to anything else.
0: It's funny, and we'll talk. I, I, fuck it, we'll, we'll talk about um, we'll, we'll talk about this uh, now. <clears throat> I think one of the things that is intriguing to me about Marvel versus DC movies is that on one hand, does the MCU is that a big selling point? Absolutely, because it's cool to see interconnecting stories uh, and like things that kind of like oh, that's a reference to this, to that, and any you of know, this like bigger scope of a world. But at the same time, I also think that, like, like you said, good storytelling, you can have it on its own thing and not have to be, like, connected to anything else. And, and <clears throat> you know, like we talked about before how, like, the Flash movie is probably going to be, like, a retcon, and, and oh, this might reestablish the DCEU, and we talked about, like, the Snyderverse and stuff, and it's like, you know, Marvel's doing its thing, and there are successes, obviously, and and not so many successes, which we'll talk about a little bit. Um, but, you know, I'm fine with DC kind of doing their own thing and having like, you know, you know, stuff here and there. They don't have to all blend together. I'm fine with that. And I think that that being said with the Batman movie, and this might be going out on a limb here, and I know this is going to probably like piss some people off, but I think this might be the, this has the potential to be the best Batman movie of all time.
1: Oh my. Um, I think
0: that... I think Patterson is going to deliver an, an exceptional performance more so than I think a lot of people are giving him credit for, I think even like more so than that. I think, I think you have a great acting cast. And I think that, like I said, the idea of like this, like darker world, which (laughs) how much darker can Batman's universe get, but still, (laughs) um, you know, um, I think there's enough elements in that movie. And again, I'm, I'm, you know, I could be completely effort wrong. It could be the worst one ever, but like, oh, it's funny. Christian Bale was interviewed recently. I don't know if you saw this. He was on a carpet for some movie, and he said, did, yeah. uh, and he, they said, like, how, what do you think of Pattinson's? Like, do you have any advice for him? He's like, own it, take it, and do it your own. He goes, I think he's going to be a a. He goes, I think it's a tremendous like huge thing. He goes, I think a lot of people don't like are underestimating him. He goes, and remember what they said about Heath Ledger with Joker. And look at what happened yeah. he goes I think he he'll he'll make it his own. I think he'll do a phenomenal role with it and i and I agree with him on that because I was watching <clears throat> you ever see the lighthouse
1: uh the lighthouse no I don't think yeah probably,
0: have. Pro- probably not not too many people have um if you like scary creepy movies, and I don't mean like i mean like disturbing like i don't feel i don't feel good, I need to go take a shower kind of movies um this is it. It's Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson are like these two guys who are out in the middle of like a lighthouse and they're like lighthouse keepers for like seven months in a row and they just start to go crazy and it's in black and white. It's it's a fucking, it's a bit of a mind fuck movie, but I, 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 highly, rec- watch it. I highly recommend it. <clears throat> it's, it's one of those movies that will make you feel like I don't feel so good, but I definitely recommend it. And, and my point is though, is that his performance and that was just stupendous. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. That I can. I can. I can see him. I can see him doing the Batman thing. Absolutely. Um. So Andrew, out of all the DC stuff, I mean, is the 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 big one. I definitely think it's the one that hit me the
1: yeah. hardest and got me the most excited.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, with I uh
1: probably Black Adam coming in second.
0: Yeah, Black Adam was. I mean, the Flash got me a little, little, little excited, but I think, I think Batman. I mean, I think Batman and Black Adam. I think I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. All right. That being said, should we switch gears to uh, to Marvel slash Disney? I guess
1: we have to, right?
0: So <clears throat> let's see. We we did this at the end of September. I think I talked a little bit about the Shang Chi movie last time we were on here. It's now in Disney Plus. I'm telling you, Andrew, watch Shang Chi. Please watch Shang Chi. I'm not. I'm not saying this to like blow Marvel stuff out of out of the water. Shang Chi is one of my top five. Of all the Marvel movies, honestly. Even my I wife even my wife will, liked it.
1: Listen, I will eventually watch <clears throat> everything Marvel, so it will eventually be watched. It's just a matter of when.
0: Well, that be being said, I have one you can skip.
1: <laughs> Is it The Eternals?
0: Yes, it's The Eternals.
1: <laughs> hey, Connor, you might want to pick up that phone because I fucking called it. I told you Eternals was going to be a shit movie.
0: It's not... Well,
1: it's underwhelming.
0: Hold on, someone's silly. calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. <clears throat> um,
1: is, yeah, I I didn't even watch it, and I already know it's shit.
0: It's an uphill battle just from like the get go because you're introducing ten characters right off the bat. Um, so it's 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 a tough sell from the get-go like even if you had the greatest director in the world um hell even if this was a dc movie i think it would have been a, it would have been an uphill battle to pull this off you know what i mean like 10 obscure like <clears throat> 10 obscure characters that nobody really knows like they're not as mainstream as others and you're trying to tell the story i mean a for effort and there were parts of the movie i did like but i mean i mean woof, it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough one um some of the action scenes were badass. I'll give them that one. But but Eternals, I, I will say I think Eternals, you can certainly wait until um <clears throat> certainly wait until it comes out on Disney Plus to enjoy it, which is probably what, like January or February. Um so meh. But um I want to talk about this next thing out of the way now because one, i probably gonna be the biggest thing we talk about out of all the stuff on the Marvel side. Uh and two I was kind of blown away how I've never, I have never seen such hype for a trailer in my life. Have you? For a trailer? Oh. Like, <clears throat> and of course we're talking about Spider-Man no Way, no Way Home. But like, I was thinking about this. I'm like, I mean, good, they've had the, they had a fucking premiere event, a local screening in LA for a trailer for a movie. I don't think I've ever heard about this before.
1: No, I would agree with that. The
0: only the mean, only trailer that I can think of that has had as much hype that wasn't like a Marvel, because I think Marvel uh, Endgame had the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Avengers Endgame had like the next, like, neo, you know, biggest numbers as far as, like, people watching it online. I think the only other one I can think of after that was um, Batman v Superman. Because I remember when they showed the logo at Comic-Con and people were, like, losing their fucking minds.
1: Yes, I do remember that. <clears> they <throat> had uh, someone do a voiceover. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, it's going to be good. I mean, say what you want, and I can criticize uh, many different things about the Spider-Man movies, but they've been good. They've been good, or they've been great. One of the one of the three, right? Or two. They just yeah, two. One of the two. It's even be good <laughs> or great, right? And here's the thing, right? Nostalgia is obviously going to sell. People are expecting Toby to be in there. People are expecting Andrew to be in there. We've seen the villains, right? We've seen the editing. So, like, we know that they're, I mean, fucking John Cena didn't punch the lizard. It was (laughs) clearly someone else. I just need to hear, there goes my hero. Like, fucking start blaring when Toby comes out. I mean, it's going to be big. Uh, And it looks like it's going to be a fun movie. I don't give a shit about Doctor Strange in it but I mean well it, he, it, he's
0: just a foil at this po- you know at this point we, hey, don't forget our bet oh
1: yeah so I I remember our bet
0: <laughs> I mean l- listen there's still a chance it could be him you know you never know but <clears throat> but uh I still think it's the OG I think it's the OG Strange but um but uh no I mean th- this this is going to this is going to be the <clears throat> this is going to be the box office breaker for um 2021 there's no like there's no fucking question about it you know what i mean like this is going to be the movie that's going to shatter i'm genuinely curious how much money this movie is going to generate because there's so much hype to it there's so much because i mean think of it this way even if the movie's shit you know people are going to watch it like the opening weekend it's going to fucking obliterate box office records you know what i mean
1: yeah i agree uh, this movie is going to be huge. It's going to do well. There's, there's no denying it, and I think it's going to be good.
0: I mean, I don't Spider- think it's going to be bad. Spider-Man is. Let's let's be real. Spider-Man is the most popular Marvel character and property in the entire franchise. There's no, there's no denying it. And we finally get, presumably, our Sinister Six movie. Uh, that Sony's right. been wanting for over, for over almost twenty years. So, I mean, they're going to no, get everything Venom's they want.
1: Not in this movie at all, is he? Is there rumors of him? I, um, I haven't been keeping on the rumor buzz.
0: So spoiler alert, in three, two, one, uh the post credit scene from Venom Let There Be Carnage Is him and Eddie Brock are sitting in a hotel room and, and Venom says something like, "I have se- you know, I've been around the galaxy. I know all these secrets and all this stuff." And he goes, "If I even tried to like remotely tr- like crammed in my wisdom into your tiny human brain, your brain would explode." And he's like, "Bring it on!" He goes, "All right, let me try it." And all of a sudden, the room like completely changes. And Eddie's yeah. like, "What the f- what the what the hell happened? And Venom's like, "Wasn't me." And <clears throat> they look on the TV and it's J. Jonah Jameson showing Tom Holland as Spider Man and revealing his identity. Yeah. So as far as we know. At the end of that movie, Venom is at least physically in the MCU right now. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so they haven't shown him in the trailer either, which there's <clears throat> there's rumors that it could be he could either be the sixth villain and or he could team with the Spider Men to be a good guy. Because Venom kinda does that occasion on occasion.
1: I think it would be smarter to have him be a protagonist than the antagonist
0: agreed and that's also why the another you know another trailer that we got to see over the over the course of the you know 60 days that we've been gone is um is uh, morbius
1: i actually have not seen the trailer yet
0: so you know the character though right or at least do you, do you know of the character
1: yeah uh, my first experience with morbius was actually with the animated series and then i read a little Same. bit in the comics yeah um, which the comics portray him a bit differently than what he was in the <laughs> cartoon, but still interesting character. All,
0: all think, in all. I think Jared Leto will pull off the role. I think he I think he's gonna nail it. I think the so the reason I bring it up is because in the trailer and I'll let you look at him yourself without going into too much detail, but I mean in the trailer the big question that everybody's asking is in what universe does this take place in? Because there is callbacks and hints to literally all three Spider-Man universes, (laughs) both the MCU, the Garfield universe and the Tobey Maguire universe. So it's like, where the fuck is this taking place? So hell, even the venom verse. But, um, so that's where, you know, that's the question of where that's going to end up. But either way, uh, I think Spider-Man is going to obliterate box office records. I really want to know, like, if it's gonna break like top-grossing movie of all time,
1: I don't think it'll do that.
0: Well, you know what the number one is.
1: It's Avengers, right?
0: It's Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying is like I don't, I don't think it's gonna top it. But I, I'm curious how close it's gonna get.
1: Yeah, I can't predict on wh- how close it will get. I think it'll do really, really well. I don't know if it, I don't know if it'll get that close. I mean, Spider-Man's big and all, but. I think the, the reason why I'm a little hesitant is I think Avengers pulling that off. Well, it was well-deserved, right? Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of a lightning in the bottle kind of situation. And it's tough to capture that again after doing it. It's well, like doing a, a once-in-a-lifetime matchup between, let's say, an Attitude Era superstar oh. and a current-generation superstar and saying it was going to happen once and then trying to do it again. <laughs> Sound Only bitter. for it to not be as good. You sound I, bitter. I, I, dude, number two just shouldn't have happened. It wasn't even that good of a match.
0: So, um, I take that back. Actually, Avatar is back on the number one spot, but Avengers Endgame is right below it. But the, but but um but uh No, I'm just I'm just genuinely curious, like <clears throat> how how high up there it's going to get, because I'm looking at the top 10, right? So you have your top 10 gross, you know, top top lifetime grossing movies of all time. Avatar's number one, Avengers Endgame's number two, Titanic is number three. Titanic was made in 1997, and it's still the number yeah. one, number three top grossing movie of all time. Uh, Star Wars episode six, Force Awakens uh, is number four, Avengers Infinity Wars number oh. five, Jurassic World, Lion King, Ah, uh, the 2019 version of Lion King, um, Avenger, the original Avengers movie, Furious Seven, and Frozen two round up the top ten. So I'm just saying, like, you know, I do, I'm just curious how much it's gonna do, like, you know, box office wise. It's gonna be huge, but I think it's gonna be a fun story. <clears throat> I, I, uh, I love how Doctor Strange is still a dick. Mm-hmm. Is like remember well, when you botched that's... up that spell? <laughs> that's that's Doctor Strange.
1: Yep. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's gonna be good. I think it's definitely going to be. Uh, the only thing Marvel has going for right now. I mean they have to make up for the shish storm that was the journals, so
0: And then we don't get another Marvel movie until March no, May. They pushed it, May of twenty twenty two, which of course is Doctor Strange two, Multiverse of Madness, which that could open up a lot of possibilities as far as like we can talk more about this later on, you know, in five months when we do another show. Um, but, you know, w- uh, in terms of like introducing other characters, uh, variations of characters, uh, could we see X-Men, could we see Fantastic Four, we could see Deadpool, we could see a shit ton of new, you know, that, that is literally like the, like the gate of them being like, hey, here's our opportunity to bring in anything we want that we've recently acquired, so, yeah, I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be good stuff, but I mean, just insane in terms of what they've, um, what they've done as far as just like a trailer hype, it's insane, um other marvel stuff i'll just kind of briefly go over real quick because i know uh uh some of this i think andrew will be legitimately excited for i can think of at least one thing i know he'll be happy for um begin
1: with an x and ends with a 97
0: yeah it does (laughs) that um so obviously disney day or disney plus day was a fun little way for them to announce new projects that they were doing, and it's basically, again, their version of Comic-Con where they're announcing the trailers, teasers, uh, which I'll talk about once we get to a little bit of Star Wars talk because there's something I was really disappointed with that we didn't get a trailer for um, that comes out very, very soon. uh,
1: Is it an O, a B, and a (laughs)
0: 1? It's like you got ESPN or something. Um, Um. so Marvel obviously announced a bunch of Disney Plus shows coming to, uh, or yeah, to Disney Plus. Uh, Echo, which is going to be a character that's announced to uh, take place, it's a spinoff from the Hawkeye uh, series that's coming out actually next week. Uh, Ironheart, we got a new logo for that. Agatha House of Harkness, which is of course the spinoff uh, Agatha Harkness, the witch character from WandaVision, which I really don't, I don't want to see. Um <clears throat> secret invasion, which that one's gonna be fun. Uh Samuel Jackson as Nick Furious comes back and then see like a, a crossover event with the shape-shifting scrolls. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, Marvel Zombies. Don't know anything about that, but I mean it's Marvel, it's zombies, it should be fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be brainless. Get it? I am Groot. Uh, shorts about baby Groot's glory days growing up. Meh. Uh, what If is coming back for season two, along with Loki season two. But the two big ones that <clears throat> I think you and I are most excited for, for me, they are also doing a uh, animated show called Spider-Man Freshman Year, which basically is an animated show that showcases Spider-Man going from freshman year in high school to where he was recruited by Tony Stark in the Avengers. So it's like a, you know, a pre um, a prequel, if you will, a pre-series, whatever you want to call it. But the big thing <laughs> that that made my jaw drop, I'm sure like yours, X Men '97 is going to be an animated series from Marvel Studios that literally will take place and pick up where the original X Men animated series left off.
1: Yeah, I'm excited and nervous as fuck.
0: I, I'm right. Th- I am right there with you. I was thinking the exact same thing.
1: Because of our childhood, right, we had the the Fox Kids Network, you got Power Rangers, you got Bobby's World, you had Batman the anime series, and you had the X-Men. Yeah, there was Spider-Man and a bunch of other stuff. But the X-Men was a great show. And like Batman, it was like 50 to 70% accurate to the comics. Obviously heavily inspired and generally faithful, but... It was a fucking good show, dude. It was a show that I tried so hard to watch. It had great action figures that came out of the line. It was, it was good. It was when X-Men was unstoppable. Because you can say what you want about Spider-Man or Batman or Superman or any of the other characters who have eclipsed X-Men in general. But yep. during the 90s, X-Men were the king.
0: I mean no that, that to, to me <clears throat> to me the big 3 superhero shows uh in the 90s was X-Men animated series, Spider-Man animated series and Batman mm-hmm. animated series. Those were All the big great. Th- Yep. Oh yeah.
1: Because my only complaint with Spider Man was how it ended. When they're like, "Let's go find Mary Jane Watson." I room know room. that was but, my like, biggest. Never that, happens.
0: Yeah, that was my biggest complaint about it too. Um, I think X Men had some really good storytelling. Spider Man did something different, where it kind of it it, it had its own it, it had its own thing going, but it had like it had almost like the Scooby Doo vibe of like featuring, and they would feature other like Marvel characters that you would get used to and interested, or they would be involved in the story just long enough. To you know what I mean? To to do their to do their thing. And then yeah. um uh, and then uh and then I mean Batman animated series, let's let's be real, that's that's on a the league great. on its it's it's on a league on its own. Uh but that's the Marvel stuff. So Star Wars, we didn't really get a whole lot of Star Wars stuff as far as Disney Plus Day. I was bummed that we didn't get an Obi Wan Kenobi trailer. Um they okay, all right. I know, right? I was kind of like a little bit pissed off at that, to be totally honest with you. Um, but there are other there were some other things kind of transitioning out of superhero stuff that I actually was excited for for Disney stuff. As like not like a big like you know not, like I'm not, like a hardcore Disney person, but there are some certain there are some Disney properties that I'm I'm really looking forward to. Um, we are they they did finally show us a quote unquote sneak peek at Hocus Pocus two, which is coming out next fall. Yes. Um mm-hmm. they are doing a live action Pinocchio with Tom Hanks as Geppetto, which those Disney live action things can go either way, I feel like.
1: I feel like this is gonna be frightening.
0: I hate you. What? Hate you. <laughs> Such a bad pun. Um Actually, I can't. I I can't be mad. I I have I have a pun story I gotta tell you a little later on. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay. We mentioned we mentioned before. Um, what else we got here? Um, oh, there was one. Oh, live action Chippendale movie. What? Wait, wait. We're ready for this? Guess who's playing Chippendale? You probably won't guess, but Chippendale is being played by John. Uh, John. Um, oh my God. Oranitis. We- yeah, right? <laughs> Dale, we gotta go rescue the other rescue rangers. Uh, no, it's... um. Oh my God, why can I not fucking think of his name right now? I don't
1: know, why can't you?
0: Oh my God, this is pissing me off. Why can I not think of his... Damn it! I have to Google this? Okay, there we go. Chip is Chip and Dale are being played by John Mulaney and um, Andy. Um, great, there's the other name. God damn it, Andy Survey. Oh my god, I, I'm pissing me off here. Andy Sandberg.
1: Oh.
0: From Lonely that Island, that
1: should be interesting. That yeah. looks like
0: that sounds like it's gonna be hilarious.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: John Mulaney Bomby. and Andy Sandberg as Chip and Dale.
1: That should be interesting. Now, I'm still kind of whatever, but, <laughs> I mean, it, it should be yeah.
0: interesting. Uh, last bit of trailer news before we get into some wrestling stuff. Um, let me just pull up this list here as we're going to uh, get into WWE stuff. Um, I think we talked about the Matrix movie coming out in December last time. Mm-hmm. It's right mm-hmm. around the corner. The other one that I, me- I wanted to mention as far as a, a trailer... Trying to remember the the other one I wanted to bring up too, but I think it's, yeah, totally blanked on it. Can cannot even think of it. My mind's just <gasps> My mind is just turning into mush right now. Um <clears throat> But I mean out of everything we talked about, Andrew, what do you aside from, you know, we talked about Batman, we talked about Marvel DC, all sorts of stuff in between. What would you say is like your most is Batman the most anticipated one, or like what would you say like top five? Yeah, nope, nope, no particular yeah. order, no particular order. We know Batman's gonna be number one. Like, give us four other ones. You're like really. interested
1: in. I think it'll be Batman. I think it'll be Batman. I think it'll be Robert <laughs> Patterson. I think it'll be Colin Farrell. I think it's <laughs> going to be uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and yep. Black Adam. I uh, know, but in all seriousness, you know what? We didn't talk about Boba Fett, and we don't really have to. But that trailer looked pretty good. Yes, I couldn't think uh, of. The, I
0: was. I thought that was another thing on the a Boba Fett trailer.
1: Yeah, so that looked pretty good. But yeah, you know what? Mostly it was the Batman trailer, Spider-Man trailer, Black Adam. But, you know, of all the stuff that we talked about, I don't think I'm overly excited too much. Um, I'm obviously excited for those three. But I need more. I need more. I need to either see them or whatever. I've gotten to a point in my life where excitement, it's hard for it to happen. It's hard. It is. It, it, it takes a like. And I don't say that negatively. I just, I need to experience it. And then I can fucking be excited. Because I'm just so worried that things are going to suck. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: <clears throat> no, I mean, I've been but burnt
1: I, too many times.
0: It's funny you say that because, like, I was just thinking about this out loud. And, like, the concept of, like, you know, you know you're know talking about, like, the, the, the Spider-Man trailer, right? How many times have we seen trailers? I'm not even talking, like, Marvel, like, covering their asses as far as, like, you know, doing things to make sure things don't get spoiled. But, like... I can't re- I can tell you a handful of times where I've seen a trailer and there's a part or a line or something that missing from the trailer that we've never actually seen the actual movie itself. And you know, people are all about hype and and I think the internet doesn't help sometimes where it comes to like overhyping something and then you get it and it's like uh oh. Mm-hmm. So I get I get your hesitation on some stuff. I mean, I think there are some things that are. I mean, there's a lot of things I'm going to still want to check out regardless. But as far as like touting it is, I mean, like I said, the Batman claim I made earlier, I'm going to stick by it just because I think it has the potential to be the be- the best one. But jury's still out until we actually see the whole thing. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, that being said, switching gears into pro wrestling, um. Couple things I wanted to touch base with. Number one, you sound so excited. Yes, you, you, let's do this. You, you, <laughs> this is why we say this for the last, so we can just like barrel through it. Um, I mean, really, Andrew, the only the only things that really to talk about to me is, or for me to speak on anyway, is the recent set of releases and my personal experience going to Dynamite.
1: Yes, how was
0: it? It was a blast. Um, it was about like three rows away. I, I, I was really close to ringside. I'll will show you some photos later. Um, but uh, you know, that being said, really the only big thing in, in wrestling lately, other than like AEW, to continue to doing some great numbers and 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 you know the pay per views and stuff, is the massive amount of releases from WWE now. We're recording this on November 21st, and I just went back and looked, and there was a total of, let's see here, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. Since November 4th, 26 wrestlers between NXT, SmackDown, and Raw have been released. Now, some of these names make sense because they either weren't utilizing very much they weren't being featured on tv but others much like the Bray Wyatt and the Braun Strowman talk that we talked about before I was like what the hell
1: yeah I mean they gotta be uh, I don't know like on one end dude this is what I would have to say part of me is obviously pissed off and confused like you know, this talent there. Like, why Why hasn't John Morrison ever been a world champion? The guy's a hell of a worker, but they release him. Braun Strowman, I get why they released him, but he still had potential. And, of course, Bray Wyatt. And then everything that's in between, Keith Lee, like, fuck. That guy was something. Yep. But on the flip side, like, how much did they really lose, right? Is this WWE trimming their fat, and they just happen to cut a little bit of the meat off? Because it's not like they got rid of a Roman Reigns, or they got rid of a Seth Rollins, or they got rid of a you know a Big E who has been elevated, or Bobby Lashley or Drew McIntyre, like the 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 big guns, right? So I don't know, dude. Um, I think WWE and AEW are playing like a nebulous dance. Did you see the interview? with Paul Heyman, where he talked about AEW?
0: I, <laughs> I kind of laughed I, a little I, I, bit.
1: <clears throat> well, I just don't know. How, you know, Paul Heyman is such a good talker. I don't know how much of it was him being truthful and honest. Oh, I think and he was. And how much of it was. Well, I think he was, but I think he was also being Paul Heyman, right? So because, you know, there was definitely a lot of questions that he was being asked, that he was being very coy and being smart about how he answered. Right? Because it's like my opinion doesn't matter. What matters is the opinions of the fans, which is true. But I think something that did come out of that interview that has been talked about before there was a Becky Lynch interview where she said the same thing is that Aew and WWE does not see aew as being in the same ballpark. They yep. see them as the alternative mm-hmm. right? Like it, for you and me, People that grew up during the 90s, right, when we understood there was WWE and WCW, that we, we, can, we can eat either plate. And I think we can do the same with AEW and WWE. I don't think AEW will ever take WWE out. And I don't think WWE has any interest in taking out AEW. Right. I think they're just going to always be there. I am, however, concerned. And if I'm rambling on too much, please stop me. But I am concerned because I don't know what WWE is doing. I think they're going to get ready to sell. But I am concerned about AEW because, fuck, man, they are buying everything that comes out of WWE, right? Mm -hmm. So they're taking all the, I hate to say it, they're taking all the talent that WWE didn't want. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason for that. Number Mm -hmm. two is they have basically no mid-card division now. It's all lower card and everything else, right? And you can even see people are not, the fans are starting to turn a little bit on the the non-AEW original products, right? Like, everyone's going to love how, you know, Kenny Omega and Hangman and all that stuff because they've always been kind of like AEW originals. But, like, CM Punk, dude, he's getting booed a lot. Like, I think you've seen it and I've seen it. I think people are getting a little tired of, despite how good they are, like, it's the only matter of time I think Daniel Bryan or <laughs> Brian Danielson might start getting booed because it's just... It feels like WCW all over again.
0: So I'll touch on this and I'll go back to the releases because I did want to talk a little bit more about those. But here's what I'll say Fuck about it. AE- <laughs> <house. laughs> <laughs> um I I I share your concern with AEW because here's here's the thing. <clears throat> on one hand in the two years they have been in existence, they have done some tremendous things as far as numbers, pay-per-view buys, and merchandise sales, right? Maybe not as much mm-hmm. as WWE, but for a company that has been around for two years, they have accomplished quite a lot. And, I, and so I don't want to take that away from them. I don't want to take away that, the, the successes they have had, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. However, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, right? True. They they have the potential to be a great alternative to WWE. I'm getting a lot of TNA 2010 vibes, a lot of TNA 2010 vibes. However, <clears throat> and this is why I'm like very adamant that I do not want I do not want Bray Wyatt in AEW okay. at all. Uh, and this is this is this is reason why is because. Yeah, you're going to have this thing of like okay, who's going to who's going to come through the door, right? In terms of who's the next person that's going to jump ship. And it's it's a double-edged sword because like a lot of the guys they picked up, right? Yes, you could say they're WWE guys. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they were, like, born and bred and and developed in WWE either. Like, obviously, Punk and Bryan had a name before they got signed. Did they blow up even more when they went to WWE? Absolutely. Um, You know, same goes with a couple of other guys you could say in there. But I think that AEW is still, at least at this point in the game, still developing a nice blend of original talent or, you know, other talent that has not been signed by WWE with you know, you have like Darby Allin, MJF, Kenny Omega, uh Adam Page. Um you know, God, like Adam, it
1: it, fucking Adam, Kenny Omega wrestled a whole entire match with no shoulder. Gotta give it, that guy credit. He fucking
0: crushed yep, it. Yep. So um I so, so I, I think that they're they're in a good spot right now, but it's it's long term is the question. And this is something we've we've talked about this numerous times before, where it's like they're firing all cylinders and they're kicking ass and taking names. Uh but there's other things they got <clears> to <throat> there's other things they got to you know focus on and, and do that and and um you know in order to like keep on going i don't think they'll ever outdo wwe they might beat them in ratings in some shows like they might outbeat nxt they might out they might even outbeat smackdown at some point you know but it's not, it's not going to be the same as wcw but i can certainly understand the comparisons i'm not like blind to that either you know
1: can i put a can can i put a 10 Tin foil hat on and do a, a, a really far out there conspiracy theory I love,
0: I, i'm loving the setup so yeah
1: okay picture this wwe is releasing all this talent let's mm-hmm. just say 30 of this talent goes to aew there's a ton of options out there so maybe someone goes to tna maybe someone goes to new japan maybe they go down south and they go to mexico right yep. let's just say 30 percent of every release goes to aew yep do you think it could be in some multiversal possibility that Vince McGran is trying to fatten up the <clears throat> roster at AEW with a bunch of wrestlers that he have maybe not found <clears throat> viable or profitable and kind of bloating that roster and filling as much of their budget? Because, listen, they have money. There's no doubt about that. I'm sure mm-hmm. they're not going to be terribly hurt. Mm-hmm. But... despite how much money you have, if you have only one show or two shows, there's only so many wrestlers you can put on there, and if you Mm -hmm. sign these nice, big, fat fucking contracts Mm -hmm. long-term with these people, what what are you going to do? Like, do you think there is an inkling of a chance that Vince is just getting rid of the people that he doesn't see that much of a future worth, and he said, you know what, fuck it. Let them take them. Let them spend their money on these people, these people that we don't want, and we will focus on the talent that we think are the best.
0: I think <clears throat> what realistically happened is that COVID was the the biggest, and, and it's not just exclusive to WWE, obviously. I know COVID did this to a lot of people uh, and businesses. That COVID was the biggest kick in the crotch. And that it made them realize, um, I don't know if you've ever heard about this, because I used to work for Starbucks, so I, I'd know about the story. <clears throat> there was one point in like 20 like the early 2010s that Starbucks shut they shut down all Starbucks for like 48 hours. Um and the reason they did that is because the CEO went to a Starbucks and there was like a line out the door and like the experience wasn't that great. It was very like robotic and archaic and he realized like oh shit, we're doing this wrong and like it was kind of like one of those things like we're expanding at such a rate that we're like we're losing track of like what brought us to the, brought us to the dance. And so they shut down for 48 hours to kind of re like, kind of like focus on themselves and say, all right, we got to take this in a different direction. I think that's what realistically happened now to fuel to your conspiracy. (laughs) Vince did say something on one of his quarterly earning calls. that said like, and he was mentioned about AEW and he said something about something along the lines of like, Oh, well maybe we can give him some more talent. And lo and behold, (laughs) you know, um, but that being said, some of the talent's gone to Impact, some of the talent's gone to some other bigger independent promotions like GCW and, and otherwise, which there's another thing I gotta talk about in wrestling. Um, so I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. I think it's more the fact of, shit, uh, we need to trim as much fat as humanly possible. And I mean, for God's sakes, no, to my knowledge, no one from NXT UK has been cut. Okay. So you have Can, Raw, Smackdown, NXT and NXT UK. And to my mm-hmm. knowledge, it, it, no one to, or very few have been cut from NXT U- UK. So just goes to show you like how many people they still have under contract and they're still they're still paying out the wazoo, you know? Correct.
1: Can I do another conspiracy theory that <laughs> That's a lot tin tinfoil died. in this household? <laughs> Fuck it, I have, we're going to use saran wrap now.
0: Yeah, okay, um, okay, okay.
1: John put this little birdie in my ear, <clears> and <throat> I will start to say that I don't think this is going to happen. Mm. But let's pretend there's a possibility it is. this. Okay. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any allusion to the fact that there must be some kind of disagreement or some maybe animosity between uh, Paul Levesque A.K.A. Hunter Hearst Helmsley oh, and uh, big, big Papa Vince McMahon, because Vince yep. McMahon has basically taken NXT, which was you know Triple H's baby, and has mm-hmm. turned it into I don't know, kind of a joke. Um, John thinks that there's a bunch of rumors going around that Triple H might break away and do his own thing, because there is zero chance that the, at least the rumors are that Vince McMahon is going to give him anything going forward. Mm -hmm. what if Triple H broke away and did a C-list
0: wrestling
1: promotion do you think A. it's possible what percentage of possibility it is and B. how do you think that would affect the wrestling landscape
0: what I will say is that I think that NXT's inception and and since Triple H took it over from being a reality show into an actual brand Did a, I mean, fucking, he he had the hottest thing in wrestling at one point. You know what I mean? And it's funny because he basically took the independence and and made their own version of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like literally, literally, NXT was indie talent or talent that was signed to like ROH or whatever. Uh, that you know was under the WWE umbrella in a sense. It was it was a weird hybrid. It was like developmental yet not. Um, and so for that alone, you got to tip your hat off to him to say like, obviously he has the tracker to like, yeah, he knows what he's doing. So if he ever did that, it's going to be successful. You know what I mean? If he did something like along those lines and had like relatively free reign, he's going to kick ass and take names on that. Um, the possibility of, of him doing that, I think is very, very, very low because look who he's married to. (laughs) You
1: know? I know. That's
0: why like, I was super skeptic. Like I, I hate this is gonna sound very cold and vindictive, but it's the truth. It it's all gonna depend on what happens when Vince dies. Uh I think that will be the okay, let's lay the cards on the table moment. We'll find out who's taking over what, and I think that would be the time that if anything's gonna happen to make a move. That being said, I don't I think Triple H is also loyal to the WWE to a fault. And I think that even despite the fact that n x t has basically been um splatoon would and <laughs> um turned into what it is now that despite that <clears throat> he's gonna stay with the company forever there's i you know i i don't see I, I don't see him doing anything i don't see him going anywhere else or doing anything else to be totally honest um but that'll be more clear once vince passes away. like i i will be shocked if he leaves wwe period. if he leaves wwe the internet's going to like it's going to it's face is going to melt like the indiana jones movie. like cuz that's just not, like you never like that, that that that's not within the realm of like your possible reality. Of oh we didn't think this was gonna happen well fuck it happened that's how much I I just don't think it's gonna I just don't see that happening Um okay. but that but my point is though if it did in the very small scheme or small sliver that it would happen um <clears throat> he's he the, the, his track record with NXT speaks for itself that he, he he's gonna fucking kick ass agreed you know agreed. um. Real quick, to rapid-fire off these releases, uh, we had Scarlett Bordeaux, Frank, Frankie Monet, who, uh, Scarlett Bordeaux is the wife of Karrion Cross. Frankie Monet the wife of uh, John Morrison. Uh Oni Lorkin, Boston Native, uh B Fab, Jesse Camilla, Za Ramier, Trey Baxter, Katrina Car- uh, Car- Katrina Cortez, Jeet Rama, Grand Metalik, League, Lindsay Dorado, Harry Smith, the son of British Bulldog, um, Mia Yim, Eva Marie, Ember Moon, Naya Jax, Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, Shane Thorne, Isaiah Swerve, Scott, Jackson Riker, Tegan Knox, John Morrison, Drake Mavic, Dalla, and Ashante Adonis, all released since November 4th of this year, with those last names I just mentioned, uh, November 18th, so not that far along ago. Um, <clears throat> really, the big names on this list, like I mentioned before, Scarlett Baudot and Frankie Monet, Orny Larkin, uh, Grandma League, and Lindsay Dorado were part of Lucha House Party, they really hadn't done anything since Kalisto got released, Harry Smith was doing a lot of uh, backstage stuff. He was he was about to make a return, and they just let him go. Mia Yim is, of course, the fiance I believe of Keith Lee. So that's three mm-hmm. couples they've released since November, right before the holidays. Way to go, uh, Eva Marie, the redhead that they wrote they fucking signed to come back that that nobody wanted, and they released her again. Um, Ember Moon, mm-hmm. former <laughs> Ember Moon, former NXT Women's and NXT Women's Tag Team Champion. Uh, Nia Jax was a big shocker. That one, I don't think, that, I think that one goes up there as far as like top three out of all the names. Carrying Cross was the most recent NXT champion right before Tommaso Ciampa and Samoa Joe. Uh, I loved his gimmick in NXT, didn't do shit on the main roster. Keith Lee, kind of same idea. He was dual champion in July of 2020 when he had the North American and the NXT championship and then came to the main roster and well, there you go. <laughs> he got like a, a nod and a wink from Roman Reigns two years ago and there you go. Uh, meanwhile, John Morrison, again, nothing he wasn't really doing, but that's another like, come on, you weren't doing shit with him. Same with Drake Maverick. And really the big ones on, uh, the other one was Hit Row, which was a stable that was developed in NXT. Uh, they had Isaiah Swerve Scott, who was the NXT North American champion, and they brought them over to SmackDown last month. And miraculously, in less than a month they've been on the main roster, they've all been let go. Yeah. It makes me have little to no faith in this company anymore.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, uh, dude, it's a different creature, and I, I don't even. <clears throat> someone once said, "On I was watching a TikTok, and someone said maybe wrestling now isn't bad. Maybe it's you just remember wrestling different, and the wrestling now is good." And to that, I say, no, this company is not doing the stuff that we know it to do. Um, so much talent released some of it justifiably right I'm looking at you Eva Marie and I'm gonna get flagged for this but fuck you Nia Jax I couldn't stand her I thought she was mediocre at best but like just Keith Lee John Morrison so much potential wasted so I don't know dude this is not what it's not what we grew up with
0: right there with you um The other thing to note really quick on the wrestling stuff before we wrap up is, unfortunately not some great news either, is the news about Ring of Honor. Did you hear about this at all?
1: It's done.
0: Well, it's heavily implied. So, um, Ring of Honor came out with an announcement, and I'm just trying to pull up the official statement, um, a little while ago, uh, a couple weeks ago, about the future of the company. And it's a little worrisome, And I'll tell you why once I can pull up the statement. uh, With Final Battle coming at you, I believe, relatively soon. I think Final, which is their you know their big pay per view at the end of the year. Um, Let me pull up the damn announcement, Emma. Again, folks, this shows you how well prepared we are for. And and mind you, before I read this, I want to make it very clear that Ring of Honor. Uh, has not been wrestling in front of <clears throat> a crowd since they've since they've returned um, you know they've been with with COVID and everything so once once you know that it kind of doesn't make things it makes things a little less surprising um, you know I'm just gonna go Google the damn thing because I can't find it on their social media um, let's see here I'm curious your thoughts on Andrew. I mean I know you haven't seen you know You haven't seen Ring of Honor, but I think this is an interesting announcement. Um, Come on. I want the official statement. God damn it.
1: You're killing me here, Smalls.
0: I know. I know. Um, So, Ring of Honor, here he is. Ring of Honor's official announcement. This came out on October 27th. And reads the following. Throughout the pandemic, our top priority was to keep everyone healthy and safe. And despite not producing any live events over 18 months, we were able to keep everything fully contracted. We now find ourselves at a time where we need to make changes to our business operations and are planning a pivot for Ring of Honor with a new mission and strategy. The year will culminate in Final Battle in December, and we will be taking the first quarter of 2022... to work internally to reimagine ROH. ROH has the most dedicated fans in the industry, and we appreciate their loyalty and patience as we reconceptualize Ring of Honor. We anticipate returning to live events in April for the Supercard of Honor with a new fan-focused product and provide a unique experience for wrestling fans. Now, <clears throat> couple things. Number one, Supercard of Honor is their big pay-per-view they usually do during WrestleMania weekend, but more specifically, to follow up with this, it was reported and confirmed that essentially everyone in Ring of Honor who is under contract has been released. Now, when you I know, when it's when you say it like that it raises a lot of questions. From my understanding, this is how it works. Anybody who is currently under contract with Ring of Honor until the end of the year is released, meaning their contract is open. They can work the tapings, which they just did recently after the announcement, and also Final Battle, which is their pay per view coming up next month. Um, but they also are allowed and able to work independence immediately, okay. um, even even if they're booked for the Final Battle and and et cetera and so forth. Anybody who is under contract from now until if their contract ends, let's say March or April or any time prior to that, has also been released with the same 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 idea. Um, and this was proven when Jay Lethal showed up on AEW last week. So Jay Lethal was contracted to Ring of Honor. Now he's with AEW. So while it's not officially confirmed, it's not a good sign for Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, which again, to, to, to understand this for 18 months, they kept everyone under contract. So which meant that they always paid them. And there was no live events. They didn't do pay-per-views. They didn't do anything with the actual crowd. Even like as things started to get back to normal, so, I mean, from an outsider perspective, Andrew, do you th- do you think this is like they're done?
1: Uh, it sure as hell sounds like it. It sounds like they're trying to find a solution that they don't have, and if they don't have it, they're gonna pull the trigger.
0: It sucks because I have friends who work in Ring of Honor. And as soon as you saw this announcement, you literally saw like within a week a shit ton of tweets that said like, "Hey, now taking bookings." Suck as <laughs> like it's it's not like it's not outside the realm of possibility, you know. Um, so it's not like it's it's that far fetched.
1: Yeah, I know it sucks because Ring of Honor produced so much good talent, uh, not only within their brand but also you know, went outside and uh those talent go other places, you know, and it's been a staple of wrestling for the past 20 years to some degree. So yep. it closes doors. It will definitely be a big loss in my opinion.
0: I mean, we won't get any more confirmation until probably <clears throat> the first quarter of 2022. I think it's going to come back in some way, shape or form, but unfortunately it's going to be, from what I hear, it's going to be vastly different, vastly yeah. different. But I mean, we'll, we'll see how it plays out, but on that fun note, <laughs> uh, any other things you wanted to mention, Andrew, before we um, would wrap it up here on this, uh, this World of Fandom episode?
1: No, I've I said everything I can.
0: Yeah, I think we covered a lot of ground, so hopefully we'll be back in time for the holiday season. Um, if we don't see you or hear from you guys, or you don't hear from us, uh, we wish you guys a Happy Thanksgiving, a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, kwanzaa ramadan and any other holiday season that or any holiday that you celebrate uh from now until the end of the year and a happy safe new year too uh in case because knowing our luck we're going to be back in
1: 2022
0: <laughs> <laughs> knowing our track record we so always, yes. always
1: be back
0: yes uh follow us on twitter at PodFandom. you can follow andrew at andrew cutter inc on the twitter and on the instagram if you especially want to check out some of his um superior buffness because that's that's the way he does it if you want to check out my stuff for video game and random (laughs) wrestling play um listen let's be real here you're swole um uh, you can check out myself at okfabe on twitter and instagram as well and uh until next time ladies and germs we will see you on another episode of the world of fandom podcast take care and as always take it easy